Hello, my fellow Chargers. How's everybody doing today? It is a gorgeous, sunny spring day here. And I am out and about just trying to get a little bit of peace and get my mind out here um, and the things that I'm thinking about. So how are you all doing? Because what, what I'm thinking about is the loops that everybody's on that I keep seeing come up, whether it's the same types of friendships or issues with the job or the same argument with your relationship or um, it, or you could just be afraid to take tests and you've always been afraid to take tests, but it just keeps coming up. So thinking about those loops, why do they keep coming around? Why don't we learn? Why do we keep making the same mistakes? What's happening? And what I'm gleaning is fear versus love. I know, Julie, how can you be saying this is fear, fear based? This is so annoying. This is so, oh my God, this is so airy fairy. No, it's actually quite real because what's happening is our fears are getting the best of us, but it's not that the fears are the problem. It's the belief that fuels the fear that is the problem. And what fuels that belief is that it's unconscious, that we haven't known that it's there. Otherwise, we would change what we were doing. We would get off this merry-go-round from hell that's on fire. It's silly for us to stay in the same process over and over, fighting the same battles, feeling bored, feeling scared, feeling anxious, feeling depressed, feeling all that negativity. It happens because we haven't changed the belief around it. Now, getting into the belief, finding the belief, that can get us up into our head and we can get lost in space and not have any idea how to get out. But it boils down to doing the right thing, to integrity, which both stem from a place of love. So what does that look like with your same situation, with your, your particular loop that you're on? Because we're not all on the same loop. Otherwise, we'd see each other and be like, hey, what's happening? And we might actually choose to get off. We stay on our own internal loops. We're doing our own thing and doing the right thing. So what do I mean by doing the right thing? How do you know what's right and what's wrong? I mean, don't we all think we're doing the right thing? Um, I, I can't tell you how many people have told me because they thought it was the right thing to do, not to take a job, not to you know, invest in something, not to get into a relationship, to stay away from somebody because they thought that they were doing the right thing. They thought they were protecting me from future harm or whatever. But what happens if I really thought that that was the right thing to do, whatever that was, be in the relationship, get out of the relationship, take the job, don't take the job, all of those things, I have my own inner guidance. I know I am my own expert. You are your own expert. There is nobody else 
in your life that knows you better than you. But yet, we extend ourselves outside looking for the attaboy, the girl, the good job, the you needed to do better here type of thing outside of us when we already know it inside of us. And typically what happens is we get the original wound, what I refer to as the original wound. It's something that happens to us around age four or five where we develop a belief that we are not worthy, we are not lovable because of something that happened. Now, it makes no logical sense because at four or five, your mind is not developed enough to make it make logical sense. Yet, we feel unlovable, unseen, unheard, unknown in some way. So therefore, we develop that belief to keep ourselves safe and we carry that with us for an undetermined amount of time until we uncover it. But what happens is if it wants to be uncovered, it wants to be healed, then it will keep circling back around and it will, it will come up again and again and again in all these different ways so that you will look at it, so that you will say, see me, hear me, know me, love me. And we ignore it. We take a pill, we eat the food, we pick up the device, we grab the cigarettes, the alcohol, whatever our numbing device is so that we won't hear that. But all we're really doing is looking to heal our four or five-year-old self, whatever that self was, might be even younger for you, that was injured, that created that belief that you are not lovable and that you are not worthy. So that comes up in the way of fear. And it can be tiny little fears and it can be huge monstrous fears. But they're all saying the same thing. Fear is there to be learned from. That is it. That is all fear's purpose is. So if you experience fear and you don't learn from it, it is going to circle back around. So what is it that you need to learn? What are you needing to look for? Doesn't matter. Don't try to go down that road. Just sit with whatever comes up. See what comes up. Get curious about it. But an idea of bullying is coming into my mind when I'm just thinking about the fear versus love. How many of us have either been bullied in a small, minute form, microaggressions, I think is the what all the kids term it now, or the, the real aggressive bullying that can also be abusive too, but I just want to keep it on like the playground level for this particular experience, analogy, whatever. So when we're bullied or when we witness bullying, what have you done? Have you stood up? to that bully, whether it was you being bullied or another person being bullied. 
because that right there was your moment to do the right thing, whether it be the right thing for yourself or the right thing to defend another who couldn't find their voice in that moment, who was weaker than physically or whatever was being bullied. Because that's all fear is, is a really big bully. But that fear lives inside of us. It's in our brain, it's in our thoughts, it's in our actions, it's in our behaviors, it's entrenched in there. So we think it's real. We think that we need to succumb to it, that we need to honor it, and that we need to listen to it, kowtow to it. You know, no, don't, don't. Question the fear. Ask it what it has to teach you. Listen for the answer and know that it's true. All it has to teach you is where your best self is, where the right thing to do is. And mind you, the right thing to do is not necessarily going to be easy. But those little fears, those playground bullying fears, become bigger over time. They keep circling around, and then then you start to believe that this is who you are. If you're the bully, if you're being bullied, you either think that you are weak and that you will always be bullied, or you think that you are a jackass, a complete morally depraved asshole who's always going to be the bully. And neither one of those has to be true. They are true if you make them true, if you allow them to be true. But both of those are fears. Both of those are that you're afraid that you're unlovable because you're the bully. The other one is that you're afraid that you are unlovable because you are being bullied, because you are too weak. And these are the thoughts that we carry around in ourselves, that we believe to be the God's honest truth. And they're not. You need to question them. Question your fears. Do the right thing. And how do you know what the right thing is? Because your intuition tells you it's the right thing. Because you feel off. When you witness something like that, it, it, it feels wrong. So if it feels wrong, then you know what's right. And so you've got to do that. And now the tricky part comes in. Because as those playground bullying issues became bigger, there's much more at stake, be it losing friend groups or work cohorts, or you might not get the promotion. You might, you know, I don't even know. There's, there's a, you might lose the marriage. You might, there might be big things that that fear says, see, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be that bad person if you do this. And that is the thing that is right to do. It's your right thing. And here's what the fear doesn't know. It doesn't know what's going to happen after you do the right thing. It doesn't know who's going to come into your life what job improvement might happen, which therefore might be monetary improvement, which could be 
relationship improvement. You might end up getting the best friends of your life, the most loyal, loving people enter your life because you chose the right thing to do. Now it might take a little bit of time and it might take more time than you're comfortable with, than your ego is comfortable with. Because our ego is what tells us the fear is right. The fear is the thing that you should be listening to. Our ego wants us to stay put. It thinks that that's safe. Much like the people that have probably been trying to tell you under the guise of being realistic, being safe. I don't want you to get hurt. Those types of things. That's where the fear, that's where the ego lives, survives, and thrives. But it's questioning those things. Is safety, emotional safety, really the thing? Is safety the the top-notch thing? Is it really, because we can't get any place worthwhile without taking a risk. You know, and it can start as young as crossing the street. That was a risk when you were young. Well, for some of us anyway. For this generation, I don't know. Some of y'all haven't even crossed the street yet without holding your parents' hands. Going on 20 years old. Like, I... (laughs) I know everything happens for a reason. That's my belief. But wow, we are we are creating a, a generation of coddled, trophy-winning, box-checking, have no idea who they are type of people. And I'm hoping 2020 shuffled that deck in a big way. Anyway, back to the fear and back to the love and back to all of it. Do the right thing. Do the right thing that is right for you. Because when you do the right thing for you, it fills your proverbial sails with wind. And that wind can carry you places that you couldn't have gotten to otherwise. You need to listen to yourself. You are the expert in your life. If you don't know how to listen to yourself, please contact me. I will help you listen to your inner self. I will hold that space for you. And we'll find what the right move is for you. And it's not the right move now for the next 10, 20 years. It's the right move right now. You cannot know what choices are going to become available to you until after you make that next choice. You can't know what your footing is going to be without stepping in and taking a leap of faith. Take that leap of faith toward yourself and quiet the fears. They're going to get loud. And when, and actually that's a good sign when the fears get the loudest, when they really start revving their engines, you know, you are onto something really good. Because you've got the fear afraid. You've got your ego afraid. And that means that you're on the precipice of something amazing for yourself. So, 
Think about your fears. Get curious about them. Do the right thing. And that right thing is always based in love. It's always coming from a place of, this isn't right, then I'm going to make it right. If it keeps circling around, if you can't make it right with somebody directly too, if you've been that bully and you want to make amends, do the behavior that would correct it towards somebody else. Maybe your childhood bully is long gone, not within reach. Maybe it's somebody you don't even want to reach out to. That's okay too. Just change the energy. It's kind of like um, there's a game called Othello, little black and yellow, uh, black and white um, discs. And on one side is white, on the other side is black. And you flip them over according to whose energy it is. This is the same idea. You're just changing the energy from that black side to the white side. It doesn't matter who it's aimed at. Um, Thinking about Vietnam, a lot of people um, came back really, really broken. They killed people. They killed other people, innocent people. And they're haunted by it. Decades later, and it's just absolutely messed with them. So you can't go back and undo what you did there. There's no way to go back. But you can take whatever horror was there and try to make it better. If you killed an innocent there, then make some, make an innocent's life here that can't do something for themselves better. Do something to improve the energy, and that's you flipping that energy. It's taking it from the black side and moving it to the white side. We can't undo anything. All words have already been said. All bells have already been rung. But you can change the energy around them. So go out and change your life. One tiny little choice at a time. It might be the right choice right here, right now. That's all for today. I'm going to leave you in charge. Have a great one.